This podcast is brought to you by The Province. listening to Keyboard Kimura, the official mixed martial arts podcast of the province. Here are your hosts, Paul Chapman and E. Spencer Kite. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Keyboard Kimura podcast here on Province Sports Radio. I am your host, E. Spencer Kite, joined this week by a special guest, Tyron Woodley, UFC welterweight title contender. Name was in the news last week as, as a title fight is maybe, announcement is maybe forthcoming. You also know him from the UFC on Fox broadcasts, obviously been a top five fighter in the UFC welterweight division for a number of years. T. Wood, thank you for doing this, man. How are things on this? What for me out here is a lovely Tuesday morning. Well, it's a lovely morning um, here as well in, in St. Louis. And I got to say, man, I love the, the keyboard Kimura. That's pretty dope. I like that. It, it uh, We just, the, the blog itself celebrated, I think it's seven year birthday. A couple of weeks ago, it was honestly the first name that popped in my head when I was trying to figure out what to name this thing way back then when I was just a pup getting this started. Uh, you're a guy that I've talked to for most of the duration of this. And so when when we got some not quite full confirmation that a fight that you and I have discussed a number of times in the past might be coming, I figured I'd reach out, get you on the show so we could talk about it. What's this what's this last year been like? I mean, obviously we had the the situation with the fight in Houston between yourself and Johnny where that fell through, but you've been on the sidelines sort of waiting for this to materialize and come together. How difficult has that been for you? Yeah, it's been really difficult, you know, one because of the perception that I've been waiting. <laughs> um I don't think the I don't think the UFC um you know, I'm not going to say they threw me under the bus, but they didn't really come to my rescue to explain that Tyron Woodley was not this overly entitled, demanding welterweight that said, I'm only going to fight for the title or it's a bust. I was waiting on a date. I was told that me and Robbie were going to fight, and I was just waiting on a date. So when these other matchups were happening, the Wonder Boy and Johnny Hendricks and Matt Brown and Damian Maya and all these uh, really intriguing welterweight bouts were being announced, I didn't think anything of it because in my mind and in my back pocket, me and Robbie were going to show down. So it started to get to the point where I felt as if there were certain um, options being explored outside of me. Conor McGregor being one, GSP uh, being the number one, actually, um, choice. And then maybe Stevie, maybe a rematch with Carlos Condit. And then, you know, after Conor McGregor put out, maybe even Nate Diaz. And then from the rumor, um, rumors has it that, they were trying to see if they could get Nick Diaz, his suspension lifted, so we can fight in July. So it was just kind of, you know, in my opinion, you know, our sport has to go back to being a um, two-way sport. I love the entertainment. I love the talking and crap. I love all those things that, that brings more attention to our sport. But our sport has to still have some type of merit and be a sport. So, um, you know, I think we're seeing a lot of that on the UFC 200s card. Misha Tate fighting Amanda Nunes. Yes, this is a fight that should happen, not because Nunes can sell all these pay-per-views, because she is a rightful person that should be fighting for the title. Same thing with Jose Aldo and um, 
um, Jose Otto and Frankie Edgar. And, you know, the main event, granted, we're getting entertainment out of it, but it's a, it's a real deal fight that should happen. So um, I, I'm happy that the UFC is starting to go back towards that and just, just put a little bit more money into the stories behind the fighter. And I think you'll get more, more interest anyway. Anybody that has listened to this show in the past or, or read Keyboard Kimura knows that that's the, point, that's the stance I have taken from Jump Street, that the sporting element has to be above the entertainment element and above the, yeah. the box office. There's room for both, man. There's room for Absolutely. both. I, I promise you. How difficult is it being that guy that's, you know, waiting, not waiting, but but expects to have that announcement and, and knows what he's been told and is sitting there through November, December, January, hearing all these other names pop up and, and kind of just waiting to hear from the UFC of this is what's going to happen. Are there moments where you think, you know what, I'm going to have to go out and, and do something else and, and start looking at somebody else? Or are you in constant conf- contact with them, sort of trying to sort this situation out for yourself? Because you this know, is still your job. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not in contact with them. I talked to Lorenzo, and he told me that they were trying to put this fight together, you know, for probably UFC 200 or 201. They were just trying to decide, but this is a fight they wanted to make happen. Those are the words out of the boss's mouth. Dana White went out and said, hey, you know, Tyron Woodley is, um, you know, Robbie Lawler is most likely going to be fighting Tyron Woodley, and we're targeting that fight for 2001. I mean, you know, in 201 or 202. So, I would have rather them not even announced it. Like, how many people... John Jones fought on the 23rd. Two days later, he had an official fight, and he was added to the press tour of UFC 200. You know what I mean? Johnny Hendricks didn't make it to the scale. He was announced to fight Wonderboy, and then he lost, and he was announced to fight Kelvin Gaston. Why the hell does my fight have to be in the works, in the making, targeted? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's fair to me. In our sport, we're rewarding professionalism, rewarding, you know, profane people that slinging F-bombs and flicking the middle finger and not coming to press conferences and throwing drug tests. Those are the people that are making the most money. The Nick Diaz, the Conor McGregor, the, the people that are giving the UFC hell, they're making more money. Like, think about Nick Diaz. He'll take a year off, two years off, fail a drug test, come back, fight Anderson Silva, you know what I mean? And and that's, that's what we reward. Now, I like I like Nick. I like his game. I like his style. You know, I agree that, you know, he said this a long time ago. There's money in the sport to be made, and he needed to be making some of it. But from a professional level, that's not going to fly in the NBA, NFL, right. NHL, MLB. None of those other sports are going to allow that type of behavior. And, and we, we set a really bad precedence um, for, our, for the professionalism for our sport. So was there any point for you sort of post-Houston – to now where you just kind of get to the point of thinking, you know, I need to reach out through my management and say enough is enough. Get me this fight or get me something else because you're in a fortunate position because as people know or, or may not know, do some acting on the side. People saw you in straight yeah. out of Compton. You're able to sort of manage these times off with other other career pursuits. So that sort of lessens some of the blow of not getting a fight and not making that money. But is there a point for you where, where it becomes enough is enough and I need to get back in there because training is one thing, but you're a fighter and, and the fight is what you're working towards. Yeah. I I just can't allow, it's just too stressful. The the point (laughs) 
is now. You know what I mean? Right. I'm at that point now where my supplemental income can't be my primary income right now. You know, I, I lose, I'm taking a big pay cut. <laughs> you know, though it's great to, you know, go out there and do a film in a couple of days, it's not, it's not extremely taxing work for the amount right. of money we make doing it. You know, seminars, appearances, um, UFC on Fox, Metro PCS, Harley Davidson, you name it, I've done it, Bud Light. So I've been all over the place doing appearances, autograph signings, um, seminars, you know, you know, all types of commercials, movies, like you did a TV show called The Last Ship. I'm probably up for Wolverine 3. So I, I got a lot of stuff that I'm doing, but on the same token, that ain't my job right now. Like, <laughs> right. I'm blessed and I'm thankful to God that I've had these opportunities. Imagine me not fighting since January 31st of 2015, and that's on the only money that I had. You know what I mean? My, I got a large family. I got four kids, a wife, uh, a home I just got. So it was like I would have been on the street. And that's not how you treat people that, that basically consistently have shown you professionalism, consistently shown up to fight, consistently made weight, and, and really has never done anything but represent the UFC in a positive way where they should be proud to, to, to market it and push a fighter like myself. So um, maybe I maybe I need to say, you know, <laughs> F it. Maybe I need to start, you know, cutting a little rug. Maybe I need to start, stop being as, you know, as, as um, you know, easy to work with, with the <laughs> UFC. And then at that point, maybe my pay rate will go up. Maybe I'll get more fights. Maybe, you know, I won't be a, a title contender in waiting or targeted or in the works. Like, what the hell are we working? He want to fight. I want to fight. Right. Pay him what he asking for. And let's get this shit on. Like, like, what do we need to do? Well, and I think that's the that's the frustrating. I'm, I know that's the frustrating part for you. And I think for a lot of fans that want to see these fights and don't necessarily care as much about the entertainment of it, aren't focused on the business side of things for the UFC. That becomes the frustrating part. Robbie hasn't fought since January. You haven't fought since a year before that. And and here's a fight that you guys have talked about it. You and I have been talking about this fight, I think, for probably a year now, where yeah. you and Robbie have had that conversation. And we just came off so of Me fight. and Robbie cool with it, man. We The gym's cool with it. Me and Robbie cool with it. You got to realize, like, at one point, I was really the only one bent out of shape about the entire thing. Robbie don't care. Like, Robbie is a damn fighter. He is like, right. you know, there's very few guys that can just say they're straight-up fighters. Robbie's that guy. <laughs> he don't care. And he knows and he respects me. And he feels like, one second. Uh, Will Dale, please. And he feels like, yeah, hey, you know what, Tyron, he has kind of deserved this, man. He earned it. He's fought all these dudes. He's put himself in a position where he should be fighting next. Like, give him the fight. Because at the end of the day, he's going to come out. And he's gonna try to knock out whoever it is. If it was his dad, he'd probably try to knock him out. You know, I don't think right. he really cares. Now that we've gotten past that part and we got in a position where we're okay with the gym's okay with, it, and it's actually an honorable, um, honorable thing to do. You know, two guys from the same team that respect each other, um, respect the game, meet at two pivotal points of their career, and one guy's a champion looking to hold on the belt, the other guy, you know, is a contender that's been yelling forever that he wants the shot. Well, shit, now you get what you asked for, and it's not an easy fight. So, with that said, I think... Having a little bit of technical difficulties there. Tyron cut out for a minute. Um, We will try to get him back. I think he's patching back in here real quickly. But as he said, this is one of those... 
Yeah, let me let me take you off the radio. Like my phone just kicked into the radio randomly. No worries. <laughs> Give me one second. No problem. You're listening to the Keyboard Kimura Podcast on Province Sports Radio. East Spencer Kite with UFC welterweight contender Tyron Woodley. Dealing with a little bit of technical difficulties. T-Wood's got a nice car. It's got fancy situations. Yeah, I know. And it's moving moving me around with his radio and Bluetooth and all these things. This is why you stay flip phone. This is why you stay no fancy satellite radio in the car. You still roll the windows down if you can. With this one for now. Can you hear me? There we go. We've got Tyron back. You were just saying sort of how all of this is, has been discussed. It's been settled. And, and as you and I talked about a few months ago, at the end of the day, the UFC welterweight title stays in-house at American Top Team. It is still a reflection of the excellence of that group. And as I told your good friend Eve Edwards a couple weeks ago in Las Vegas, at the end of the day, ATT is still having a championship cookout afterwards. So it becomes a, an easy situation to, to manage and remedy. Yeah. And there's no, there's no better way to put it. You know, you, you said it all in one, in one bundle. That's our goal to build champions, to build contenders. Have, I mean, um, uh, American top team has done that. That's their job. If you ever want to measure your job as a coach and see if you're doing the right thing, that's the way. Do you have champions? Do you have contenders? If you have both and you got to the point where you got so many welterweights on your car that are all contending for a title, then I think you should pat yourself on the back. And that's what these guys are doing. I have to imagine that with not having fought since last January, January 2015, um, you've had a ton of time. I know you. You're a dude that's always in the gym, always looking to get better, always trying to work on the different things. I would have to imagine that as much as this has been a negative and as much as this has been something that you wouldn't have wanted, there have been some positives that have come from getting this much time to just, one, get healthy, take a little time off, let your body heal up, but two, put in long stretches of work on things that you want to continue improving. Yeah, you know, it's very few times you get a chance to actually grow as a fighter. And me personally, I've always been in camp, straight chilling. In camp, chilling again. You know, I have never been in a position where it's been like I'm, I had the opportunity in between fights to actually grow as a fighter. And I've had that opportunity. And it's like before, I'm not even in camp yet. Like right now, I can barely hold my arms up because I spar so many rounds for my guys. Because this is a time for us to start, you know, we can beat our body up. I don't have to worry about, you know, being overtrained and um, overtaxed um, going into a fight. I can I can do those things now, and I can work on the technical elements of my game where there are holes. Like, I, like this is the thing. Robbie's at his peak. I mean, Robbie ain't going to get any better. <laughs> he, where he's where he's at. He's found his groove. Most fighters in the top five, maybe in the top ten, are as, as good as they're going to get. With the exception to me, Wonder Boy can potentially maybe learn a little bit more on the takedown defense aspect and the ground. But if you think about a fighter on a caliber that we're fighting at, I'm the only one that has so much room to grow. And and I'm growing. And, and that's a bad thing. So I've been taking these moments to look at look at my circle, look at the people around me, look at my career, look at, you know, my, the holes in my game. Been growing, been in the gear a lot. You know, I've been boxing a lot. And I've been wrestling a lot. 
which is the most tiresome and most taxing thing about about training. And I don't have to really do that. I say, hey, man, I'm a two-time All-American wrestler. I ain't got to wrestle, but I'm wrestling guys that can beat me. You know, it took me two or three weeks before I can even get a takedown against the guys that I'm going against. So um, I'll be ready, man. I'll be above ready. Yeah, how... Uh... I guess we'll sort of end this part of the discussion on just how how ready are you for that that phone to to buzz and there be a message from either your management Malkikawa or you know Joe Silva saying all right here's the date let's make this official let's get this done no more speculation no more in talks to fight now you're fighting yeah I don't even want to call don't call me like I'm gonna be straight up don't call me. Don't, 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 just, like, we've talked too much about it. See me, when I get the bottle agreement, when I get a bottle agreement, you send me the contract, <laughs> send me the contract, send me the bottle agreement, don't call me, don't say, cause I, cause I'm already dealing with not, not being, um, you know, being angry about it. So right. <laughs> I, I'd rather just take a deep breath. These, these couple of weeks are giving me time to really take a level headed approach about it. Not really, you know, be ungrateful cause I could be a guy that they say, hey, no, there's no chance you fight. You've been out for a year. No matter what the circumstances, we're giving it to somebody else. So I got to also keep that in mind and be grateful that I'm still in the mix. And they are considering doing what I assume should be the right thing. Well, I think that's, that's the, that is a level-headed approach. It's a great way to look at it because there are definitely going to be those people that say Tyron Woodley hasn't fought in this long. As you have countered, you were 100% ready to go in October. I was there. I saw you step on the scale and still make weight even though the belt was off. So it's not by choice that this has happened the way it is. It's, it's by circumstance. And hopefully this part of it comes to an end very soon because as a fan, as someone that covers this sport, I'm looking forward to seeing you back in the cage. I'm looking forward to seeing that matchup that you and I have been talking about for, for going on a year now because I think it is a terrific fight outside of all the other elements that are, are tied to it. So hopefully that comes together soon. Yeah. It's the Keyboard Kimura Podcast on Province Sports Radio. East Spencer Kite with Tyron Woodley. Before I let you go, I would be remiss to not get a UFC on Fox analyst thoughts on the fights this weekend. Obviously, we have UFC 198 in Curitiba, Brazil, happening on pay-per-view. A star-studded affair, obviously a, a huge fight in terms of the number of Brazilian talents, the number of iconic figures from that country competing this weekend. Not to run through it all, but if you had to pick a couple of fights for yourself that you are most interested in, what are those matchups? Who are those guys that you're looking forward to seeing on Saturday evening? I mean, it's tough to say. This is the best card. Um, in my opinion, this is the best name recognition-wise, style matchup-wise. This is the best UFC card I've ever seen. It's better than <laughs> UFC 200. Um, it's better than any other card they put together. You got Jacare who's a former, you know, former um, Strikeforce champion, um, also right in the mix for the title in um, UFC. He's fighting a legend in Vitor Belfort. You got Uriah Hall, who he's not. He doesn't have the name like Anderson Silva. But, man, he's a terrible, terrible matchup for Anderson. This dude is explosive. He wants nothing but to put himself back on a, uh, you know, back on a winning streak. That matchup is crazy. Damian Maya versus um, Matt Brown is a good matchup to watch. So, so many different, you know, showguns on the card. I mean, the who's who of the sport. These guys actually made the sport what it is today, and they're all on one card. So, I'm super excited about this um, this fight coming up, um, this fight card, UFC 
198, and, uh, man, I wish I could be one of the ones calling it this week. <laughs> I was going to say, are you going to be on the desk? Are, are we um, going to see you again? I haven't heard yet. I mean, I, I've been called um, three or four days' notice before, so I'll, I'll always tell those guys at Fox, hey, I'm in a bullpen. I'm perfecting my craft. Put me in, Coach. I'm ready to play. <laughs> We'll get this put together and up quickly. It'll be up by the end of the day today on Tuesday. So we will definitely send it out and tag Fox PR John Stoffer to get let him know that you are ready to get tagged in. I appreciate you doing this, man. It's always a pleasure catching up. I hope we I hope that boat agreement comes to you soon. I hope we get to see you back in the cage sometime in the next couple of months. And and I'm sure we will be talking between now and then. Before you go, tell everybody how to keep in touch, how to stay up on everything that's happening with Tyron Woodley. Uh, you guys can hit me up on Twitter. It's TW3OZDLEY. So TWOOOZDLEY. Same thing on Instagram. Um, I'm considering Snapchat. I'm not on there yet. I'm weighing the, weighing the risk, weighing the cost <laughs> of it. You know, I, I hear it can get you in a bit of trouble. So um, you can connect with me there also on Facebook. You can just look at my name. And yeah, man. Stay forward, stay tuned. USC belt will change hands. You will see a new king on the throne very, very soon. I appreciate you doing this. As always, guys, I am E. Spencer Kite. You can follow me on Twitter, at Spencer Kite. Same on Instagram. I follow that same motto that Tyron just talked about. I am not on Snapchat. Stuff can get, stuff can get troublesome. So keep it simple. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you again later this week. You've been listening to Keyboard Kimura, the official mixed martial arts podcast of the province. Read the Keyboard Kimura blog on theprovince.com, follow them on Twitter at Keyboard Kimura, or visit them on Facebook at facebook.com slash Kimura.